Hey guys, real quick, just wanted to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 8.15 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there. Jim Schultz here, F-Cubed Podcast, dropping another evening episode on you guys because, uh, yeah. So if you've listened to the last couple podcasts or maybe you follow me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram is where I'm probably the most active, and then uh, Twitter probably second, at Jay Schultz F3 across the board. Man, we've been battling some roaches here uh, about the last you know week and a half or almost two weeks now. <clears throat> And uh, today, we torched this place, man. We totally bombed the crap out of these roaches. And I actually think it's going to work. So I'm really I'm really optimistic about it. I mean, we brought in like a roach specialist who like this guy has literally studied roaches his entire life. And like he got to the apartment today and he's like, listen, I've been training my whole life for this day. Don't worry. I got it covered. And I'm like, you're my guy, dude. I'm like, you're the guy I've been waiting for for the last 10 days. So, no, I actually, I actually didn't meet him. But uh, in my mind, that's what that's what he said. So, so we'll see. <clears throat> but um, didn't have a chance to prepare for this podcast at all, actually. For most of the episodes, I try to sketch out my thoughts at least a little bit to offer up a, a general guideline. And so... Bear with me, and you know, I hope you guys will offer me a little bit of latitude as I kind of work through my thoughts tonight. And I thought I wanted to do <clears throat> a faith piece, and I wanted to do a piece about, you know, I wanted to do something that was really just from the heart and was really just a question that I've really been struggling with for most of my adult years slash, you know, time as a believer. Now, I would say I've probably been a believer, been a Christian most of my adult life, but only recently has it really, you know, taken a whole new level, taken on a whole new level in my life. But nevertheless, this is something I've always wrestled with. And so I kind of thought this might actually be a better podcast for me to do, not having prepared as much, because I just want to offer up my raw, authentic, unfiltered thoughts, which is what I always try to do with the podcast, even when I do prepare a little bit more than I may have tonight. But still I thought this is gonna be this is gonna be good. <clears throat> so tonight I want to talk about why do we even need the Old Testament? Now again, offer me a little bit of latitude, right? Give me a little bit of grace. Keep in mind I'm just a regular guy. Right? I've said this before but I'll I'll repeat it as as often and as long as necessary. I'm just a regular guy. You know, I, I haven't been to seminary school. I don't have any formal theological training. 
I'm just a dude who loves Jesus and who wants to get his name out there. And I'm trying to figure all this out along with the rest of you. And so I wanted to offer up that qualifier because I know I know this for a fact because I know, you know, many of you or some of you that listen to the podcast. There are people that are going to hear this that have a lot more formal education than me. So please offer me a little bit of grace and just give me a chance to kind of make myself clear for the next, you know, six, seven or 43 minutes. Because I know saying that, like, why do we even need the Old Testament? Like, that's going to obviously twist up some knickers a little bit, you know, as it should. Because when you look at the Old Testament, I mean, it is jam-packed with all kinds of wisdom, right? It is jam-packed with all kinds of incredible insights and, you know, nuggets of wisdom that can help you and me every single day. I mean, we have an entire book, Proverbs dedicated to that what like one singular goal to give us you know actionable wisdom that we can apply to our lives but my problem was always this so if god so if god is god right so god is sitting up there or you know whatever and he's god he knows everything right you know he is you know omniscient and there is nothing that he doesn't know so if that's the case, then why did we have to go through everything that we went through? I mean, right from the beginning, man. I mean, I mean, look at the Bible. It's like, you know, it's like two chapters of bliss, right? Like Genesis 1. Maybe it's only one chapter, actually. Like Genesis 1, like true bliss, unbelievable bliss. And then basically chapter 2 through the final chapter in Revelation it's all really a lot of like, you know, like hardship and like struggles and like strife. And obviously I'm overgeneralizing. But, you know, in the beginning it was like amazing. And then the rest of the time, well, especially the Old Testament, it's really just us just continuing to fail, right? It's just God continuing to give us, you know, chance after chance after chance. And we just, we just keep coming up short. <clears throat> and the... I think about that and I'm like, why did we even have to go through that, right? He's God. He knows how it's going to play out. He has seen the end of this movie, right? He created the movie. Not only did he write in the movie, not only did he produce the movie, but he was the lead character in the movie. He knows how it's going to end. So why even go through the trouble of having an Old Testament? Why not skip right to the part where Jesus shows up and saves us all. Why not skip right to the part where we can all just kind of see the miracle that is Jesus and quickly latch on to, you know, his truth and just go from there. And I really, really wrestled with that for a long time. Like I wrestled with that from like a logical, like intellectual standpoint. Like, and I'll share more about this in the future because I kind of have some projects I'm working on. But Tim Keller once said that, you know, Christianity or to become a Christian, you typically do so one of three ways. It doesn't have to be only one of these. It could be some combination of the three. But it typically falls into intellectual, emotional, and social. So your Christian faith, your belief system is probably formed by some combination of those three things. And I completely agree. And it's so interesting because like I talked to Autumn, my wife, 
she is like, I don't want to say 100%, but she's nearly 100%. It is an emotional thing for her. It has always been an emotional thing for her. It has always been something that has been deep-seated in her heart. She knows it. She feels it. And her belief system, her faith, is completely formulated around you know, the emotional element of Christianity. I'm actually completely different <laughs> in, a, in a million ways from what I'm actually. But when it comes to this, I'm completely different too. And that for me, it's almost like, I don't want to say 100%, but it's probably 85 to 90% intellectual so for me especially the last three to five years where my faith has really really grown and I've just felt myself kind of being lit on fire for Christ it's the intellectual side of the whole argument oh if you want to call it an argument it's the intellectual side of the whole thing that just gets me so fired up because it is you know it is the side of the story that really solidified the whole faith for me you know, it was always there kind of floating around as an emotional thing and a social thing growing up and in my young adult years. But then, you know, I would say about four, five, six years ago, the intellectual side of it really, really took hold in my mind. And then it, you know, matric matriculated down to my heart. Not unlike, you know, a roach pops out from behind the stove and then there he is running across the counter, right? So my faith journey is not unlike a roach traveling from one side of the kitchen to another. So the whole intellectual side of it, like I wrestled with that. I'm like, all right, so intellectually, why have the Old Testament? Why even bother? Because he knows how it's going to end. He knows we're going to fail. He knows we're just a bunch of simpletons that can't figure this thing out on our own. And so why not just skip to the part where Jesus shows up and rescues us all? And I think... And I'm, again, not so naive to believe that this is the only answer because I know that it's not. But in my heart and in my mind, I it, this probably happened maybe a couple years ago. I kind of figured it out. Like one of the things I always like to say to my wife, I said it to her this morning actually uh, because of a completely different thing. But one of the things I like to say to my wife on a fairly regular basis is I'll, I'll just stop her like in her tracks like in the morning or we'll be shopping, or it doesn't matter. We'll be eating dinner. And I'll just have this aha moment where I will uncover something about Christianity in my mind or in my heart that I hadn't seen before. And I'll say to her, I'll say, Autumn, I say, I'll say, I think I finally understand the gospel. And we'll, we'll start laughing because I've literally said that like a dozen times, like the last two years, right? And it's just because, I mean, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but since I am shooting from the hip tonight, I guess I've given myself kind of free reign. Christianity is just, just Jesus and his life and just everything that goes along with it. It just, it fascinates me. It fascinates me at the core, not only intellectually, but emotionally. And just, just every little nugget, every little nuance, every little facet of, of Christianity is just so fascinating to me. And so that's kind of why, because I'm always thinking about this. I'm always meditating about this. I'm always praying about this. I'm always just kind of, you know, in the word, not nearly as much as I should be. But when I'm in the word and I'm immersed in the truth, I'm just like, wow, man, there is so much here that I have yet to learn. And that's, it's, it's overwhelming and discouraging on the one hand, but it's exciting and encouraging on the other hand. 
Well, this was a moment I had a couple of years ago. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, that's actually exactly why we have the whole the Old Testament. Because we can't do it on our own. Because we will never make it on our own. We could never be good enough. We could never check all the boxes, dot all the I's, and cross all the T's. We just can't. The human heart, the human mind, it was never created to be self-sufficient. That is a line that I got from Kenny Baker, our pastor here at Park Community Church in Chicago, who he is now back in Memphis, his hometown. I got that line from him, and he may have gotten it from someone else, or it may be his own, but it is pure gold. We were never created to be self-sufficient. And I think the entire Old Testament, at least one of the reasons why we have book upon book upon book of failure upon failure upon failure is to continually remind us a thousand different ways that we cannot do this alone. We simply can't. God gave us the commandments. We failed. God gave us all these laws. We failed. God gave us a second chance and a third chance and a 400th chance. And we failed and we failed and we failed. And so at that point in the story, he finally said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and insert myself into the script and I'm going to save you all. And I know how this story ends. But I just want to put this in here. It's almost like he put the Old Testament in there for our benefit. It's almost like, not. I mean, not to say that the whole Bible isn't for our benefit, but I think you guys kind of know what I mean. He put the Old Testament in there as a constant reminder that we will never make it on our own. As a constant reminder that every single time, every single time we try to fly solo, we crash and burn. Just fl- literally flip open any any book of the Old Testament. Genesis, Deuteronomy, crack open some numbers, right? I know that gets you fired up. You're going to find more than one example of failure. You're going to find more than one example of our trying to go our own, our trying to be good enough, our trying to perform, basically our trying to save ourselves. And so that's what I, I didn't sketch out any notes tonight, but I think it turned out okay. The one thing I wanted to get to was self-salvation. And I'm going to have a lot to say about this in the future. Because this is one of the idols that I have struggled with, maybe more than any other. I don't know if it's as much as the performance idol. That one's pretty high too, but I think they're all kind of one and the same if you really think about it. But self-salvation, I think that this is probably the biggest problem, the biggest idol that I see most people, not just believers, people have in our, in our society today. And I think that the Old Testament was put in place at least as a constant reminder that we will never be able to be able to save ourselves. We can't. We need a savior. We need a knight in shining armor. We need Jesus. It's not a want. It's not a desire. It's not a nice to have. It is a need. It is a requirement. And so I think 
if you marry the Old Testament and the New Testament in that way, the whole biblical picture might start to make more sense. And I don't know, maybe I'm just off my rocker, right? Maybe you guys heard this and you're like, yeah, Jim, I actually, it all made sense to me. Like that literally is not something I struggle with. Maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. I don't think I am. I hope I'm not. But my real hope is that maybe that gave you guys something to think about in terms of the purpose of the Bible, at least how I see it. Again, take it for what it's worth, man. I'm just a regular dude, right? If you're a regular dude or you're a regular gal, I don't know the last time I said gal, but somehow I picked up this Southern drawl. Like, I, it's so, like, you want to talk about fascinating me? Like, I'm fascinated by the fact that I have this natural Southern drawl now and I don't understand it. I didn't try to acquire it. I didn't ask for it. It just kind of surfaced when we moved to Chicago. I didn't even have it in Charlotte, I don't think, and I was in the South. I know I didn't have it in Memphis, and I was in the deep South. But now that I'm in Chicago, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just my natural contrarian, you know, kind of characteristics coming out in that now that I'm back in the North and I'm hearing all these Northern Midwestern accents, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop some y'alls and some gals on you, on y'all to really keep you guys guessing. But anyway. I hope this was helpful for you guys, man. I hope I just wasn't totally off, you know, down some rabbit hole that was not useful for you guys in any way. But even if I was and you made it all the way through this podcast, man, I am so thankful for you. So thankful, so appreciative of your time and your attention. And uh, yeah, I really hope you guys have a great weekend. And if you have five seconds this weekend to throw out a quick bullet prayer for me and this home that this roach specialist this roach mercenary from like South Africa or wherever he came from, that he was able to get us on the path to full eradication. That would be, that'd be pretty awesome. So you guys have a great weekend and uh, I will see you guys on Monday for something uh, motivational. Hey guys, you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so humbled by your time and your attention. Man, it would mean the world to me if right now, if you texted one of your friends with a link to this podcast and you were just like, hey, check this guy out, give this guy a listen, you know, I think fitness, finance, faith, you know, it might help you out. Help me spread the message, help me spread the word. Man, it would be phenomenal.